Yo, 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 what is going on, baby? Nathan Kennedy, the New Money Podcast, episode 30. Is gambling ever okay? How y'all doing, man? Hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. Releasing the episode on a Monday. I try to release on Sundays, but you know, I've made it clear that I'm lax sometimes and might get it on the Monday, but still very much weekly. Really quick, guys, I'd really appreciate it if you listen to the show, if you like what you hear, if you hate what you hear, I don't even care. If you feel some type of way about what you're hearing, I'd really appreciate it if you guys could leave a review if you're using Apple Podcasts really helps the show i really appreciate that also dm me on instagram let me know what you think of the show i love hearing your guys feedback you know ask me a question i I might answer it i'll probably answer it on the uh the show here so just shoot me a message whatever show me some feedback i just want to hear from you guys so yeah man come at me get at me you know what i'm saying what are we talking about today well we're going to be chatting about gambling big money baby now this can be a very sensitive topic for some But I'm going to try my best to keep it nice and simple and talk more about the psychology of gambling, um, you know, if if there are situations where it is okay, right? And, you know, I do want to make clear, and I think it's self-evident that I am not a psychologist. I would have, you guys would know that if I was. Uh, I'm not a therapist. Um, I'm um, I'm not an expert in any of this particular stuff. I'm really going to stick, like I said, to the research and, and, you know, just kind of like, you know, pull what I can and, and sort of take the general takeaway for what it means between you and your money. And I'll sprinkle my opinion in there as well. So without further ado, let's just dive on into it, baby. So where do I want to start off with this? Well, let me just share my thoughts quickly on gambling, if I gamble, etc., and then we'll dive into some of the awesome research. Well, at least I thought it was really awesome. Uh, just to go over gambling in general and ground ourselves and, and really get into it and understand you know, what it means for us and our money. So my story with gambling, I don't really have a story, which is a good thing, right? You don't really want a, a gambling story. Um, I'll be transparent. I, I do gamble here and there. Um, I love poker. Um, I don't play it very often at all, but when I do, I... It's just so fun. I, I played it through university with a lot of my buddies uh, who might be listening to this and they're probably chuckling because those are some those are some crazy nights, man. It, it, it's a very fun sport if you, um, you know, control yourself, limit it, don't put too much money down. And we never really did. We never got we never got carried away. It was just it was just so fun to play, uh, to win, to be competitive and things like that. So um, I love that. And I'm not a big casino goer. I've gone a few times. It's not that crazy. My general philosophy is go in with money that you're willing to lose. Like write the money off. It's like, okay, I'm about to spend 50 bucks. You know, like that's what I'm bringing to the casino. That's what I'm going to lose. And, you know, that's usually what happens. <laughs> so I'm not going to, you know, treat it as if this is my money. It's already, it's already lost in my books. And, and so that's how I've, I've always treated gambling. It's it's I've never spent or wagered money that I can't you know, afford to lose, right? So that's that's my sort of method, and it's it's helped control the the thrill because it really is thrilling, even even for me. Like I, re- I mean, anybody, right? Like doesn't matter how you know, quote unquote, controlled you are, it's it's thrilling for anybody. So um, that's that's really what it is. The the sort of mindset of okay, I've already lost, but anything else other than that is a bonus. So that's what I think of it. But you know, let's just go into the research, ground ourselves on what it really is, and and just kind of talk about some cool stuff that I found. You know. So in a more formal sense, gambling is the wagering of money or something of value, you know, putting your mortgage and I'm kidding. That's, I shouldn't make that joke. (laughs) Um, um, Yeah, that was a dark joke, but 
Gambling is the wager of money or something of value referred to, you know, this as the stakes on an event with an uncertain outcome with the primary intent of winning money or material goods that, you know, exceeds what you put down, right? It might greatly exceed, it might not, whatever the odds are, right? Depending on what the uh, betting is. Gambling in general needs three things. Consideration, which is, you know, something to be offered. You know, my law people, if you've ever taken law, you know, consideration and contracts, you, you know what's good there. But consideration is just, you know, actually offering something of substance. Um, the second thing is an element of risk needs to be assumed. And the third is a prize. So those are the three sort of elements of gambling in general. Gambling is one of those things like drinking. It's generally okay within safe parameters, right? Playing with money we can lose. But of course, you know, in excess, gambling can seriously harm you like alcohol, like drugs and like gambling. And um, I'm sure everybody that's listening understands that. And, um, you know, I, I really want to focus on the, the, you know, how to, you know, not get there. Now, again, not a psychologist, you know, sometimes, and as we'll get into, there's a huge biological component. Um, but I, I'm just going to talk about some of the stuff that, you know, if we can prevent it, we will, right? And then try to um, do some sort of preventative measures. So as I was saying, betting money you are willing to lose and knowing your limit and playing within it as it's been marketed is typically the most conventional advice. Gambling is not a wealth generator in its purest form. It's highly, highly, highly unlikely you will sustain keyword sustain success if the game is purely of chance games with an element of skill such as poker may be a little bit different but not really i mean those are you have to be really really good and practice a lot to actually sort of sustain success with something like poker and so it just gambling you're, you're gonna lose eventually you're not it's not a wealth generator is what i'm getting at so if people know they're likely to lose their money then why do people even bother gambling Whew, well this is a deep, deep question, and it greatly varies from person to person. Research has consistently shown that people may gamble for reasons other than broad social or economic reasons, but those definitely have their part to play. These other motivations may vary according to personal characteristics of the gambler and the type of gambling activity. Is it poker? Is it sports gambling? Is it the lottery, etc.? These idiosyncratic, or in other words, individual differences explain why certain gambling activities are more popular or addictive than others. From a biological perspective, gambling is an activity that fulfills a deep biological need to acquire resources for our betterment. In our evolutionary past, this overwhelming desire was a psychological mechanism conferring fitness. Fitness is essentially how likely you are to survive longer, reproduce more, etc. You know, survival of the fittest, think that, right? Like how how good at the game of life you really are. Those people that had the highest fitness became our ancestors because they were more adaptable to their environment than their counterpart. You know, for our Darwinians, our bio, bio majors, um, you know, that, that, that's that sort of thing. So gambling is a particularly potent means to satisfy this specific biological urge for acquisition. And gambling products are carefully, you know, to the T constructed through much refining of successful and unsuccessful games of chance to maximize the appeal to consumers' interests. So these people know how the fuck humans think. They've looked at all this research, all, like pff, way more than this. I mean, just all kinds of stuff. And they've refined it to an art to tap and, you know, sort of pull those strings and push those buttons that they know will get people to tick. 
right? That it's it's kind of fucked up when you think about how in-depth some of this shit is. Although gambling products bear little functional resemblance to tasks and rewards in our evolutionary past, i.e., you couldn't you couldn't there wasn't a lottery back in the day. You couldn't just like you know, step on an ant and fucking boar meat just fell in your lap, right? That's not how it worked. You you assumed risk to get the reward. That's, I mean, that's generally how life works, but uh, lottery really fucks that up because you put a little bit of a stake and you can get a lot. It's unlikely, it's very unlikely, but that sort of allure is what draws people in. The attraction of the lottery is that for a very small stake, an individual can have a life-changing experience. And this gets even more fucked up when you realize that, you know, a lot of lottery players don't even see playing the lottery as gambling. They just see it as a lottery. It's just this fun little scratch ticket thing. It's not, it's not that deep. You know, go, you know, a few times a week, whatever. It's, it's not even gambling. They don't think of it as gambling, but it truly, truly is. Gaming corporations like OLG in Ontario, for example, have been enhanced and refined to create this sort of outsized appeal to our motives. Like, so that's, that's, you know, I'm going to beat that point to death, but that's what it is, right? They're refining and they're pushing those buttons. Millions of bucks at once is, I mean, that's why it's so popular is because of that thrill, right? But then there's different kinds of betting, right? People might just enjoy playing the game, things like Russian roulette or betting on a football match. There's very specific and unique sort of um, psychology around each sort of gambling activity. And there's, you know, a lot of study around each specific way because it, again, it pulls different strings, it pushes different buttons. And so there's a whole different sort of school around how humans react to a specific type of game like poker betting on games, lottery, etc. So what am I trying to say with this? Well, gambling is clearly multifaceted rather than a just a like singular phenomenon, right? Because of this, many factors are going to come into play in various ways at different levels of analysis. You know, why is it that we keep playing? Okay, I get the allure of like playing once or twice or whatever, like very occasionally, but why do people keep playing? How do things like problematic gambling happen, right? Why do people come back over and over and over trying to win? Well, simply put, it's a psychological problem, right? You guys probably know that. It's an unfortunate addiction. Although most people gamble occasionally, only occasionally, the pathological gambler usually progresses from occasional gambler to, you know, more than occasional to habitual to, you know, addictive and et cetera, et cetera, and obsessive even. It just goes on and on and on. And, you know, gambling is a very real problem for a lot of people as well. And so it's a very serious thing. I go too, too deep into this sort of area because I'm already kind of getting a little dark. But basically, it starts from occasional and it gets to more progressive, et cetera, et cetera. And it leads to more severe personal problems, financial ruin, et cetera. Now, again, there is a huge area of psychology with respect to problem gambling and you know uh, gambling addictions and things like that. So assuming we stick to occasional gambling, how can you gamble responsibly? How can you sort of avoid the sort of dark stuff? You know, it's important to understand how, how you can control that, right? And the biggest thing is to understand yourself, know yourself. A lot of the time, the reason you might have spent too much at the casino, you've put too much down at poker, you spent too much on Sunday night uh, betting at football is because of your pride, right? It's not even it's not even the money. It's not even a strategic monetary move. It's not, uh, you know, it, it, it's not even about that. It's straight up your pride a lot of the time. It may seem primarily driven by profit, and even to you, it might seem like you're trying to make money, 
But, you know, the psychological evidence is overwhelming that other desires affect gambling actions and even to the point where most gamblers, you know, the actions even I'm probably in this group too, like we all are, they contradict the desire to maximize profits. For instance, if players make a successful bluff during a card game, it's human nature to want to let everybody know at the table what's good. You know, let them know how smart you are. It's again it's evolutionary it's sort of like just that's just that nature it's just like you know i'm smarter than you guys i made this move or i'm i know what i'm doing better than you i made a play like you 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 feel that i know you guys kind of feel what i'm saying like it's like nope i'm not even saying like in a condescending sense but when you know you have something on someone in a game you feel like this this energy of like yo this guy doesn't even know what's coming right now like that that is what i'm talking about and so you might give off some subtle cues because you're so excited about that and that like that directly goes against what you should do in poker right the golden rule of poker is to never give away anything at all but you know the human psyche doesn't give a shit about that because you have you know something that they don't and so you're excited and it works in such a way that we usually want to show off once in a while no matter who you are no matter how humble you are there's there's some there's something about having a secret you know what i mean that it, it, that you're about to reveal our psychological makeup also means that we let pride get in the way of minimizing losses so not only are we minimizing our profit but we're getting in the way of minimizing our losses and <laughs> maximizing our losses in a sense right there are always games that should have been avoided or things you shouldn't have done but players end up staying in them long after they knew that it was a mistake to get back and buy back in right you know you go to the poker table you put down 20 bucks you lose you buy back in right that's pride from a rational perspective, you probably should just call it, right? But you're, you're going to put back in and try to make your money back. Problematic behavior, right? You're trying to make your money back. It's generally, you know, that's, you know, you shouldn't try to make back money that you've lost. You should only spend money that you're willing to lose or you've put forward ahead of time to try and gamble with, right? You shouldn't try to back back in. But I mean, you know, like it's, it's tough. And again, I'm not saying that I'm immune to this. I'm just, this is, this is literally just some of the stuff that I pulled from, some of these uh, psychological studies and things like that. So yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy stuff. But like, yeah, man, like none of us want to lose, you know, and we, especially when we think that we're like good, say you're betting on football, you know, football, you're the guy with football, you know, everything about football and you bet against your buddy who doesn't know shit about football. And there's a sort of pride of being like, okay, I'm betting on the Chiefs because I know this, this, and this, and this guy has no idea that I know this, this, and this. And the Chiefs lose and he wins the bet and you feel like it's like this guy doesn't know what the hell he is. This guy just got lucky, whatever, whatever. And then you sort of want to be like, okay, hey, let's do it again. Double or nothing or something like that. That's that's that sort of thing. Right. And so, again, it's it's pride that really gets in the way of it sometimes. And we need to get the hell out of our own way. I say that a lot, but that's one of the biggest things, especially with gambling, is just get out of our own way and let it be. I, I'm not going to lie. I've been pretty good with gambling. Like I've never spent more than I intended to. I've never, you know, gone crazy. Like I've just really kept it in check and I'm, I'm lucky to, and I don't ever plan on changing that. And I, you know, I definitely, and I, you know, I, I'd say I'd lo I, I love it. Like I absolutely love it, but like, I'm pretty good at like, okay, like I'm so scared of anything. I, first of all, I hate losing money. So if I'm going to lose money, I'm going to minimize that. I, I don't care if it's gambling or the thrill, whatever. I just, I can't get over losing money. <laughs> right? And so that's just kind of always gotten away in a good way. 
of me, you know, going overboard. And, you know, I hope that you guys can do the same thing, like practice that sort of, it's not even, it's not even discipline for, I'm not even going to say like, it's so, I'm so strong. I'm holding in there. Like, it's just, I genuinely don't want to spend more than I brought. Like that's, that's what it is. But if you do, then trying to, you know, sort of getting ahead of it and trying to do some of the stuff that I'm going to talk about in the next segment of how to minimize it, it can really, really help you. Okay, Nate, cool. So I understand why gambling can be dangerous and how deeply rooted in our psyche it is and blah, blah, blah. But how can I ensure I don't break my budget while engaging in it? What if I do get carried away? Well, firstly, again, guys, not a doctor, not a doctor, not a doctor, not a therapist, not a psychologist, not a psychotherapist, not a blah, not a blah. Like I'm none of those things. I'm not going to act like I am. I'm going to pull some, I've pulled some research to sort of answer that question. Um, and speak from there. And I think it's very sound advice and I agree with a lot of it and I'll expand on it. So, you know, let's just show, let's just talk about some stuff that can help you control it and, and enjoy gambling because it, it can be fun. You know, betting on your favorite team, playing a little poker with the, the boys or playing a little poker with the girls or, you know, going to the casino with the friends, whatever the case is, right? Like, you know, it's, it's, it's healthy if you can control it. It's just like any other outing. It's just like drinking. It's just like, you know, smoking a little weed, like just, just control it have have parameters around it, right so number one don't gamble when you're upset or stressed i think that's pretty straightforward that's just going to amplify um you know the bad stuff it's going to minimize your control when you're very emotional you're already emotionally charged right and so try not to gamble when you're upset or stressed number two limit your alcohol and cannabis intake while gambling that goes without saying um just that i mean you're gonna you're bound you're way more likely to do some crazy shit um, when you're loosey-goosey, right? So just don't do that. Try not to do that. Number three, know how games work before you wager. So understand the game before you bet. Um, you're going to lose money if you don't, more often than not. You might get lucky, but you're probably going to lose. So don't do that, right? Number four, set budget and time limits, right? Limit the money. You know, keep debit cards, cash, like leave your wallet at home. Just bring cash, whatever the case is. You know, limit the time, whatever the case is. Just like just limit yourself and, and try to stick to it, right? Number five, take frequent breaks, move around, get some fresh air, have some coffee, I don't know, eat something, just, just get the fuck away from that shit for five seconds, let your mind clear, um, because just being in it, in, in it is just going to sort of throw you in that loop. Uh, number six, I think we're on, <laughs> uh, only gamble with money you have, right? Like, I mean, don't ever, 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 ever borrow money or borrow somebody else's money, you know, like just, and I mean, when I say money you have, I mean money you have to blow, like money that you don't care about, money you're willing to lose, not even money that you have in general, just money that you're willing to lose, right? Never borrow or any crazy shit like that. Just don't, don't do that, right? Number seven, don't try to win back what you've lost. One of the most dangerous um, pitfalls of gambling is trying to win back what you've lost. So really, really try to cut your losses with this kind of stuff. Number nine, I think I fucked up the count of this, whatever. Uh, number nine, gambling is not a way to make money. So don't think of it as a way to make money. It's not. It's fun. It's exciting. But it's not a wealth generator. It's not a wealth builder. This is an outing. This is what you're spending money. You're not making money. You might make money, but that's pure luck and chance and whatever. This is an outing, a spending, a night out where you're spending money. Number 10, stick to your budget by leaving your credit card, debit card at home. 11, Balance gambling with other recreational activities, right? Don't just gamble. That's not your only escape, right? <laughs> this should be very occasional, so try not to do that. 
Um, and a few more, I'll just rip them off. If you're no longer having fun, stop playing. You know, like just don't keep playing. If you're not having fun, it's not fun, right? So stop playing. Um, don't depend on good luck strategies. They don't increase chances of winning, you know, superstition, things like that. I mean, that's up to you, but like, I just, I don't, I'm not a big believer in it. Uh, it kind of just fuck you up anyway. So just don't do it. Um, and you know, have an accountability partner, right? That's, that's super, super important, right? A partner, maybe your girlfriend, boyfriend, um, you know, your brother, sister, mother, like whoever, just to keep you in check, right? Have, or even your friend group. I mean, a lot of the times they can egg you on, but you know, pick the one friend that's, you know, got a good head on their shoulders to limit you from doing some dumb shit like that is a really good way as well. So those are some ways to kind of control it, to kind of be preventative, to kind of get ahead of it and really make sure that you're having fun and enjoy gambling rather than, you know, succumbing to some of the bad stuff, right? So my friends, I have a new money mailbag and it is from Asian on a budget on Instagram. Go check her out. Awesome, awesome stuff. And she asked me, what do I think of robo-advisor? So I think robo-advisors are great for people who truly want their hands off. Like they just literally want to put money in and let, they'll pay a little bit extra and just let uh, an algorithm sort of manage their investments. Um, I'm not a huge fan of them because I don't really think they're, the fees are worth it. And I mean like the composition of some of the robo-advisors, like what they're doing, um, isn't that crazy it's just really convenient but it's not something that personally like i need so i'm not going to pay a premium for something i don't really need or necessarily want right um but i think it is a really good option and i probably should do an episode on robo advisor i think that's a um, a very realistic option for investing for a lot of young adults so thank you so much for asking i think they're, they're good in general they're good um i personally um think that if somebody wants to take investing seriously they can do better um but a lot of people just kind of want to do it passively and that's totally fine so yeah now i've just decided that i'm going to do an episode on that so thank you agent on a budget for the awesome question so jumping into the conclusion number one gambling is generally safe within the limits if you stay within the limits you'll be all right keep it cool you know you don't want to go in the dark places and all that kind of stuff so you'll be all right just you know keep in the limits man Number two, there are huge macro level forces such as psychology and biology and psychology. I said psychology, sociology that influence how and why we gamble. So understanding this can help us understand ourselves better. And in turn, this can help us control our behavior more effectively. Number three, again, really kind of like number one, but prepare yourself and prepare your money. If you're going to gamble at all, treat it as a loss off the hop and don't ever try to make quote unquote, quote unquote, make money off gambling. It's an outing. It's an expense. It's blowing your money, quite frankly, but it can be fun. And if you budget for it, then I mean, it's your money, right? So, you know, if you win anything extra is a bonus, but generally speaking, you know, just, just try to prepare, stay out of it, control and you, you'll be all right. Okay. I love y'all. Thank you guys. Let me know if you like this episode. It's a little bit different than general personal finance stuff. So I wanted to take a stab at it, see what you guys thought. Thank you so much once again. I freaking love y'all. Appreciate y'all. And thank you for tuning in. I will see you next week. I am out this mother. Peace.